It is 19 minutes before the hour here on the Drive at Large radio show. And we're uh, pleased to be joined at this time by Merrimack Town Councilor Bill Boyd. There's a lot happening in the... Uh, what what is the name of uh, the nickname of Merrimack anyway? Uh, Manchester's the Queen City, Derry's Space Town, Nashua's the Gate City. What what's Merrimack? Strip Mall Hell. I don't know. Do we have Councillor Boyd? I can't hear anything. Can you hear me, Bill? There you are. Can you hear me now? We can hear you now. I think. <laughs> I think Josh forgot to slide the mic up. <laughs> I, I, not only is Merrimack, not only is Merrimack the uh, premium outlets town, I would also argue we are the beer town, home to Anheuser Busch and Abel Ebenezer Brewery. So, so that's, that's what you are. Your, your beer town is that. Does, does Merrimack have an official nickname? You know what? We really don't. We really don't. We call us the River Town. That would be pretty cool. We got a name, you know. We have a river named after us, or we have a river named after you know. Or, or you're we're named, named after, after a, river. a river, however you want to put it. There you go. I think the river so, came first. I think so too. I think so too. How yeah. you doing today? Very well. How are you, Counselor? I'm good. I'm good. So I want to get caught up on a couple things that are happening here in your in your town. Uh, first off, uh, the the whole PFOA thing and the extension of uh, public water municipal water services to affected areas of town. What's going on with this? So here's here's what's going on. We uh, a couple of things. We had a, a public meeting back on October. Oh, the dates are a blur right now. October 12th, we had a meeting with the state where we where it was discussed regarding the negotiations between the Merrimack Village District and Sangobain. And while progress is being made, this things are still going uh, ongoing as to how they want to treat wells four and five, which were tainted with PFCs or was discovered to be tainted with PFCs back in February or March of 2016. So we've been dealing with, we've been wrestling with that particular issue for, for well over 18 months right now. So that's an ongoing process. So those wells are One contaminated, things, right? Excuse me? Those wells are contaminated. Well, you, well, well, well 5 is over 70 parts per trillion. Well 4 is, is just below 70 parts per trillion. Um, as it relates to contamination, it, it doesn't rise to the level of contamination that you had over at Hooks at Falls, New York, in Brattleboro, Vermont, where wells were contaminated well over 500, anywhere from 500 parts per trillion to 5,000 parts per trillion, which are extremely significant. So while we have, you know, while we have pollutants in the well water, um, and it does rise above what the federal, what the federal standard is, um, we've been engaged, the Merrimack Village District has been engaged with San Gobain trying to figure out how do they best want to fix the problem. So, uh, now we have what, four of the wells that are in town that, that are well below 70 parts per train, so those are not contaminated. What, what is the federal standard? The federal standard is 70 parts per trillion. 70 parts. There are people say that that's too high. There are people who say that we need to go lower. Like the state of Vermont is 20 parts per trillion. Yeah. Well, um, my, my, my doctor, is, t- my doctor it, tells me I have to be below 180 total cholesterol, and uh, it's like... Why? Well, because that's the latest science. <laughs> anyway, um, the standard anyway, is that's, the standard that's is what the we're wrestling with. There's, there's a lot of different things in play. What's an appropriate? What's an appropriate level? I mean, there are people that are very 
you know, I don't want to say extreme, but they, they say zero. They, they, they have no tolerance. Whereas there, you know, you have PFCs that are naturally occurring in the, in the, in the environment. So there's going to be some level of PFCs that are going to be in public drinking water. The question is, how do you want to treat it? Is it a public responsibility or can it be done through a home filtration system? That seems, that's been the topic of conversation amongst a lot of people in the community here in Merrimack. Yeah, well, that's one of the questions that so I that, had that, for that, you. That's where we stand with that. I'm sorry? It's one of the questions that I had is, is there a way to remove this uh, perfluoctanoic acid? Perfluoroctanoic. There you go. Is there a way to re- remove it from the water? Yeah, and activate it outside of putting in reverse osmosis, which is a very expensive system to put in, you can use what's called GAC, granulated activated carbon, or granulated uh, granulated activated charcoal filters will, will immediately remove PFCs from drinking water. And it's something you can find uh, in the filters that are in refrigerators. There are some people that are actually going out, going to a place like, you know, Second Wind or Culligan and actually putting in a small little GAC filtration system down uh, next to their water heater and, and doing it that way. So there's there's a couple different ways that people can actually go out and purchase their own system so that they can uh, filtrate and purify the purify the drinking water. All right. Well, that that's fine. So why wouldn't the town be pursuing with uh, St. Gobain something that would treat the wells at their source so the water distributed doesn't need to be filtered at the home or conversely, um, pay uh, homeowners who want their water filtered for the filters that get installed? Which, you so know, that's the conversation that's going on between the Merrimack Village District, which is a separate governmental entity all into itself. The town has no responsibility, no or any oversight over the Merrimack Village District. So the Village District has been having a conversation with San Gobain now for the last 18 months regarding how to best, quote-unquote, filtrate the system and obviously who's going to pay for it. Well, maybe those, maybe those folks need to get off the dime because it seems to me that 18 months on something – um, like that is is a bit long, given that you're not exactly sorting through, uh, you know, a series of complicated, uh, you know, convoluted options. It's treated at the source, and uh, uh, or make it possible for homeowners to at least be absolved of the cost of installing, uh, obtaining and installing a a, a a a system in their homes. Well, the. The, the answer to your question is: We've been the council has been try, has been trying to advocate to MBD that they need to be you know acting sooner than later, and it's been a conversation that that we've been trying to have with them unsuccessfully now over that over that long period of time. As a matter of fact, you know I me; mean? I don't like to toot my own horn, but back when we had our first public meeting back in March, and it was going to be a you know a negotiations between between Sango Bay and MBD. You know, I said to Michael, "What's going to happen 18 months from now when you don't have, you know, when you don't have anything tangible for for people to be able to say, okay, we're we're making progress." It was my biggest fear back then, and it remains my biggest fear right now, which is why you know I voiced my frustrations back uh, during our September 26 council meeting, asking the town manager to see, do do we have any rights as a as a ratepayer? Then the town of Merrimack is a ratepayer of the MVD, so. You know what? Are, what are our options as a ratepayer, uh, as it relates to the? I don't want to say inability. I'm going to say the 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 slowness 
of MVD and Sangamine being able to hammer out an agreement and begin to fix the problem. Because at the end of the day, it's about fixing the problem. I don't, you know, anybody, anybody can point a finger at anybody, and that doesn't solve anything. At the end of the day, I want to have a solution in place so the pe- the twenty eight some odd thousand people that live in this community, and there's only like seventy percent of them that are on MVD. Though that seventy percent know that MVD is fixing the problem and is going to have a fix in place and that they know exactly when and where it's going to occur. The, uh, are the, being are the, in the dark... Are the water commissioners on this... Doesn't help us. Are, are the water commissioners on this board uh, appointed or elected? They're elected. They're elected. So when's the next election? They're elected. When's the next election? Because I'm looking around here, right? Mayor Gatsis, within minutes, really... Had an, had a deal with Saint Gobain to extend Manchester Waterworks services to those properties affected in South Man- Manchester. There's another deal in the and works. The, and the, the, There's another. You know, Bedford the, the, now. Bedford has pushed the issue. Well, in. You, well I'm getting to you. You had, had sixty some odd private wells that were contaminated in Bedford right along. Uh, it's it's in the Greenfield Farm subdivision right on the Bedford Merrimack town line off of Pearson Road that have private wells that were that were affected. By by seas, and they be better based. You know, Samuel Bain and DES, who was involved in the middle of basically, I don't want to say negotiation, but they're involved with the with the process. Better basically said, "We don't want MBD. We want to we want a Manchester solution," and they were able to get an agreement like like yesterday, which kind of. That was the impetus that caused me to speak out on the 26th. You know, Bedford, Bedford was, the sec, was, was the third partner to the dance regarding PFCs. Litchfield had the problem. So I, I had no complaints with targeting Litchfield and getting Litchfield fixed and having a plan in place for Litchfield because they were more significantly impacted by this than, than my community. Not to say that we weren't impacted, but the, 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 there was a large impact in Litchfield than there was in Merrimack. So once Litchfield got fixed, you know, the interest would be, okay, let's target on Merrimack because, well, single band is in Merrimack. You know, they're, they're a corporate partner. We ought, to, we ought to be fixing, you know, we ought to work with Merrimack to fix this because we're, we live in their community. Well, it, it, it just, it really bugged me, really bugged me that, you know, the, the Bedford, you know, the Bedford delegate, legislative delegation, their town council, along with their town manager, were able to reach out to the state and the single band and say, look, you know, here's the issue. You're going to fix the problem, and we don't want Merrimack water. We want Manchester water. And they got it. I mean, it it, it it happened so fast it made my head spin. And yet, continually, we, we've waited for 18 months. You know, we, it's it's unfair. Grossly unfair to my community that we've had to wait 18 months and not have an agreement in place, but yet Bedford was able to, you know, negotiate an agreement for 60 wells, which, which by the way, Rich, we're not asking for, for, for infrastructure pipes or anything like that to link up with another water source. We're asking for filtration system on our wells. Bedford was able to negotiate an agreement to to create infrastructure to link up with Manchester Waterworks, which you know it, it isn't a big deal because I, th- I think I think the link up is over off of Dock Street. So you're talking about maybe a mile, a mile and a half of of, of architecture of of in, in engineering to put in that in that infrastructure. But I would say that that cost is going to be much more significant to, to to put into place as opposed to you know. And I don't mean to be to, to be snarky. Just to slap, just to slap a couple of charcoal filters on a well. It's to me, it's a much more simplistic fix with us than it is with that. But yet, that kept the agreement than we did, and it, it it angers me that that happened. Well, uh, 
you know, even Amherst, Amherst is, you know, they, they're in the process of extending um, Penichuk's, uh water system into that town's affected properties. Uh, there so, was a public hearing so at Southhegan a, a week or two ago. So, but TCI not only took ownership, okay, TCI went to, went to DES. They said, we're responsible. We need to fix this. We've tried to get private. We've tried to get private capital to to help us fix this. Well, is TCI we, different we than Saint? We don't have enough equity to get the private capital. Can we get along? Hey, woohoo! Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you a, a little too well. I'm trying. I'm trying to interject here because you're, you're tossing out a lot of uh, acronyms and, and whatnot, and people can't follow this. So TCI is that uh, is that. Is that a different company than St. Cobain? And are different. there more than one company here that's responsible for this PFOA contamination? So TCI stands for Textile, I think it's Textile Components Incorporated. They're based out of Amherst. They had an issue where they were putting, they were, they were belching PFCs into the, into the atmosphere, and it was impacting... I think it was I think it was forty to fifty fifty houses that had private wells. Once those wells were tested by DES, TCI immediately accepted responsibility. Okay, and they went to DES and they said, "We want to fix this. We want to fix this on our own." And they went and they went out and they tried to get a loan, and they could they couldn't get a loan. They went back to the state, and they said to the state, "The same thing that you can do to help us." Well, as 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 a member of as as the governor's appointee to the New Hampshire groundwater. Drinking Water and Groundwater Advisory Commission, we, they are going to be tasked with a trust fund of $278 million that was acquired from a settlement with ExxonMobil from the MTBE settlement that occurred, occurred a couple of years ago. So what they did legislatively, <clears throat> before the commission got up off the ground, they, they, they were legislatively able to get through the House and the Senate, which the governor signed, a $5 million loan to TCI to do the engineering, to do the hookups to all these households so that this this particular community, this, this section of Amherst, can get hooked up to Penetrack Water. And again, it, it, it took a couple, it was not a long, drawn-out process. They identified the problem. They tried to figure out if one solution would work. It didn't work. They went looking for another solution. They said that would work, and now they're working on it. So the, the, the fixes are available in, in the way that where I sit. The fixes are available. The fixes are there. But as being, you know, since the town of Merrimack does not have any control over MVD, you know, we're kind of sitting on the sidelines watching, watching Sango Main and the Merrimack Village District, in, in my eyes, play patty cake with each other. And I think I've waited long enough. I think, I think you know, the, the, the rate base for MVD have waited long enough to, to have a fix on those two particular wells. So what's the issue here? If I mean, have you spoken to people on the Merrimack Village Water District? Have you reviewed minutes, meetings? You know, why, why is this yes. uh, such a complicated, convoluted issue for them? Where every community around them has, uh, you know, either resolved it's, it quickly, like Mayor Gatzis did in Manchester, uh, or you know, put their foot down and pushed it to a resolution when their patients clearly ran out, like in Bedford. The, 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 the short answer. The short answer is that, and this is me speaking. This is my impression. It's it's a, it's a culture. It's, it's a product of the environment that the MVD has had over the last twenty to thirty years. They've operated independently, quietly, 
without any controversy, without any, you know, without any drama. You know, they've they've they have they have functioned effectively as a water authority without any problems. And now that they have a problem with the water source, they've they've just chosen not to aggressively pursue a PR campaign to explain what they do, but to just quote unquote quietly go about our business and we're gonna we're gonna fix the problem or we're gonna fix the problem on our own terms. In other words, you know, we're not responsible for it but we're not gonna spend money to fix it. We're gonna negotiate and get somebody else to fix it. Well no and I, I don't Which, I don't fault them for that. What I can't figure out is why it's taken them eighteen months. How many how many so you've got two you've got what, a total of five wells um, that they control? They they control one, two, four, five, seven, eight. They control six wells. So they six control wells. six wells. Two of the wells are contaminated, which means a third of the wells are contaminated. That's like, I, six, I, there, are six, there are six functional wells. There are two other wells that are over by the old Merrimack Metals plant that are contaminated that cannot be remediated. So those have been those have been shut down. Right, so so you, technically they have so eight th- wells. Two, two are closed for contamination purposes. All right, well, that's, you have the uh, other two that are shut down by the DES because of, ca- because of the PFOA levels, right, and you have right. four functioning way wells. Way too much. Wait, 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 way too much detail here, sidetracking the conversation. So a third of the wells that they uh, do control that can actually supply water are contaminated. And I assume Correct. are not providing water and been taken offline. That's got to put a stress on the system, and it's got to be, uh, you know, I, I would think that they would move expeditiously to uh, to, to nail this down. I would. It, it's been our hope that they would, but they haven't. That's my point. Right. All right. Well, they have, they have not moved quick. I mean, they, they keep. It, like I like I said, Rich. I'm not. I'm. It would be one thing. If MBD chose to go into non-public session or go into non, you know, with legal counsel with us and talk to us about some of the things that, that they're talking about with their legal counsel as to how they're trying to handle it. Now, then that's a different conversation because I can easily be saying to you, I know the issues that are going on, they're being addressed because we've had conversations with their attorney and our attorney, and we, we you know, it's, it's taking a lot longer than, than what we anticipated. But I can't say that to you because there's been no communications between MVD and the town as it relates to, to those particular discussions. So right. I'm counselor, we literally, can't have, uh, like everybody else in uh, town, is in the dark regarding yeah. what they've done. And, Counselor, uh, we are out of time, so we have to end this conversation. Appreciate your call. Thank you. Appreciate it, Rich. All right, we're going to hit the station ID right now and hit the news.